Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, we're in this series called The Holy Spirit Powered Life and I pray that this is a series that very much blesses you. Before we go there, however, uh, as I did last week, I shared with you something that I don't normally distribute. Every week I record a message that goes to my wife, my children, my staff, my friends, the people that are helping me. And it's kind of a behind the scenes. It's, it really is at the level of what we are trying to do. So many people reacted to that message when we released it last week. Uh, we decided that we would release this week's message as well. If you want to watch it, go to the Extras tab. Go to the Extras tab, or if you're watching through social media, you can go, um, uh, you can go to this address and it will take you all the way to Daily Devotionals and then you just look for the extras tab. If you're watching on a computer, it's to your right. If, it is, if you're watching on your phone, it is underneath. Go to the extras tab. The, you don't have to watch it, but this is just a message to people that are uh, close to me at the heart of the ministry. And I know many of you are, so that's one of the reasons why I've been keen to send it, because there are so many of you that are at the heart of what we're doing. And I pray that this would deeply bless you. Well, I want to continue to talk about the Holy Spirit, of course, in this series. And in particular, I want to talk about what the Holy Spirit does within us. When the priest prayed for me many years ago that, I would become, that I'd commit my life to God, he prayed two prayers. And he led me in two prayers. On the one hand, he led me in this prayer that said, Jesus, I make you the center of my life. And then the second prayer he led me in was, and, G and Holy Spirit, I invite you into my life to establish a relationship with you because you're a person, the third person of the Trinity. And I ask your power and your grace to lead and to guide me in life. And so both of those prayers existed uh, in my life. Well, I then discovered in time, because I listened to people who all started reading from Romans chapter 8. And when I was young, this completely confused me. But this is about the, 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 what happens when we walk in the flesh within, uh, apart from God and when we walk in the spirit. And I'm going to go very slow, do a little bit over a number of days in order that we would go deeper. Now remember the daily devotionals are about our prayer and our relationship with God, about how we're growing in our relationship with God. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 1. And it says, I'm going to read, I'm going to read uh, uh, five verses, four verses, and then I'm going to go back and talk about what they are. There is therefore now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin, and of death. For God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh. And to deal with sin, he condemned sin in the flesh so that the just requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Sounds a bit complicated, but let's go back to verse one. It's simple to get. And I didn't see it. And then all of a sudden, when you see it, you go, oh, that's, that's pretty easy. Verse 1, there is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Before Jesus died and rose, we, because of original sin, we were effectively banished from God. We couldn't get to God. And so in, in a sense, we, we were facing death, separation from God. But when Jesus came in and he, and he assumed, uh, consumed us into it, in his death and his resurrection, we were set free. So we're no longer condemned. But prior to Jesus, humanity was condemned. We couldn't get to God because of our sinful weakness. So therefore now, 
There, there is therefore now no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. Verse 2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. The Holy Spirit, because of what Jesus has done, has set us free. And what does it say? Uh, from the law of sin and death. Because the law of sin and death was without Jesus, the law says that we are condemned. But because of what Jesus has done and because of the Holy Spirit, we are set free. Verse 3, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do. By sending his own son in the likeness of flesh. For God has done what the law weakened by flesh could not do. See, what happened is once people began to realize their weakness, their sinfulness, is that all this law begins to appear. All these rules begin to appear. And if I keep these rules and keep those rules and keep the, do this and do that. And the people of Israel got caught into so many rules that somehow that will appease God and God will be happy. And that will overcome the separation from us. And it doesn't. It doesn't. Right. And so and so where it says here. So the. Uh, for God has done what the law weakened by the flesh could not do by sending his own son in the, in, in the likeness of sinful flesh. The laws couldn't get us back to God, keeping the rules. And to deal with sin, he condemns sin in the flesh. What does it mean by he condemned sin in the flesh? He became a human being and he overcame in his human body, he overcame sin and death. He did what no human being could do. He died and he rose and therefore paid the just requirements of the law that had us condemned. Um, so verse 4, so that the just requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us, who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. So we now don't walk according to our effort. We walk according to what God is doing within us. It is always his spirit alive within us. We're not walking according to what we can do because all of us have fallen short and fall short of the glory of God. All of us can't do it. We have to rely on the Spirit. And so spiritual maturity is about surrendering further of our lives to God and saying, God, would you do in me? I give you more access in my life. Spirit, have your way in me. And as we allow the Spirit to have more way in us, that is where we receive power to be extraordinary in ways we could never be. So go back and have a listen to those four, past, four verses of Scripture. They're phenomenal. And I pray that they'll bless you very well. Well, I want to read today from the Prayers to the Holy Spirit book. I wrote, I wrote a prayer that um, very much has touched me in my life, and I want to pray it right now. And so why don't you close your eyes where you are, and let's just pray this prayer. Loving Father, thank you today that you work in my life powerfully. You created me to be sensitive to experience the Holy Spirit, the Lord and the giver of life in my life. Holy Spirit, I want to be able to hear your voice as you reveal the Father and the Son to me. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit. Oh Holy Spirit, allow me to hear your voice deep within me and to encounter you more and more every day, leading me to what I should do and how I should be in my life. Holy Spirit, my life is open to you, to be led by you deeper and deeper in truth. And Father, we make this prayer 
in the name of Jesus, through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, I feel we could pray much longer right now, couldn't we? Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget wherever you are, God's never ever far from you. Thank you.